thank you that we are children of God, that you take care of us, Lord, that you're for us and that you're not against us, Lord. And the words of this song remind us that you are with us in every season. And Lord, we love you, Lord. We put our hope and dependence upon you. We thank you that you're a rock and an anchor for our lives. Lord, I pray for these next few moments as we look at your word. I pray you would encourage us, Lord. I pray you'd challenge us. I pray you'd speak to us this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, church, I hope you're comfortable at home this morning and relax. And I'm sure there's many people with tired eyes this morning, as I mentioned before, that have perhaps been up watching Wimbledon last night and just cheering on Ash Barty. It was great to see that uh, incredible victory by an Aussie at Wimbledon. Well, this morning, I want to uh, speak a message about hearing and knowing God's voice. And I've entitled the message this morning, Vision Comes from God's Voice. Vision comes from God's voice. I don't know whether you've noticed, but at the moment there are a lot of words coming out. There are a lot of voices coming out of our world right now. There's a lot of opinions on a lot of different things. And it's a very, very interesting time. It's actually the noises around us, the voices around us are almost deafening. There's so many things you could listen to. There's so many distractions that could be around us. But I think this is an important time to be reminded that as disciples of Jesus Christ, we are followers of Jesus. And so, yeah, there is a lot of voices around us, but the voice that matters most is the voice of God, the voice of Jesus Christ. As we follow Him, as we are followers of Christ, that's what a Christian is. I think one of the big things for us to understand is that when we make the decision to follow Jesus, that's the start of a journey. And part of that journey of discipleship, of knowing God, is to actually learn to know His voice. And it's one thing to be in a church service on a Sunday and to be able to hear a preacher speak the Word of God to you. But it's another thing to be able to know God's voice for yourself, to be able to listen, to be able to hear what God is speaking to you. See, the voice of God is like light in the darkness. It's like clarity in the fog. It's that voice that just brings strength to your life. It brings peace in the midst of the chaos. And I think the voice of God is powerful. And it's a really a time right now to, even more so than, than any time in history, to really listen, to tune in to what God is saying. And that's what a disciple is. The, the journey of discipleship is the journey of learning to know God's voice and then to be obedient to that voice, to live out of that place of obedience to Christ, to following Jesus. It is so important. And that's what we are called to do. And like I said, there's many different opinions and voices right now. I've got lots of people that have got uh, different opinions medically right now. A lot of people that have got different opinions politically right now. A lot of people that have got different opinions spiritually right now with what's happening all over the place. And it's a reminder to me that Opinion is one thing, but it holds no weight compared to the voice of God and what God has called us to, what God is reminding us about what is most important in our lives. And I want to encourage you, there is a lot of voices right now. There is a lot of things that could cause us to be distracted and, and focused on, but what God is saying to you is the most important thing. And I think for all of us, it's easy to look out and, and feel confused. It's easy to look out and there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. There's a lot of opportunity to 
feel like it's overwhelming. But I think when we focus on what is most important, it really brings clarity to our lives. And I think for a lot of us, we've perhaps felt stuck in this season, where we've had this stop-start nature of the pandemic, where at the first uh, wave of the pandemic, it was all fear and, and, and what's the uncertainty of what's going to happen. And now we've known what it's like to be able to live with it. We've known what it's like to be able to get back to our normal lives to a, to a degree. But then it's been this stop-start nature where we, uh, we were like, oh, we're starting to get some vision again and get, our lives are getting back to normal. And then things just get pulled back again. Oh, we've got a new variant. It's this variant that's come out now. It's this variant that's come out now. And it, it just has changed and evolved. And, and we have this stop-start nature, which can cause us to feel frustrated. You know, the Bible talks about vision. And it says, without vision, people perish. But it also talks about hope. And it says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. In other words, when we can't see where we need to be, we can't see in our future properly, we can't get to what we want to get towards, there's this gap in the middle where there's this hope that's deferred and it can cause frustration, it can cause angst, it can cause us to be distracted, it can cause us to be focused on a bunch of different things and really get off course to listening to what God's speaking to us, understanding there still is a plan and purpose that God has for the earth, that God's speaking to us, that God wants to use us as disciples of Christ. And a lot of us have felt stuck. You know, young people that have wanted to travel the world, young people that have wanted to be able to study in person and perhaps have had to do a lot of it online. It's been a real adjustment. Young families that have been stuck at home with kids in a pandemic, in a lockdown, and the frustration of that, not being able to get out and do things as perhaps was planned as a family. What about retirees that were planning to travel the world and to be able to do all these things, to tick off the list of things that they wanted to do and they planned for years? So there's frustration there because a lot of these things have been restricted and altered and changed. And what is your next step? I think that's the, the voice that we are trying to articulate right now. I know there's a lot of things I can't control, but I think people are wanting to know, what is our next step? What is my next step personally? You know, it says in Scripture, Jesus says about Himself, He says, I am the light of the world. And then He says these words to us. He says, you are the light of the world. In other words, there is a light on the inside of us that's meant to emanate, the God in us that's meant to be able to illuminate our future, and to be able to help us to be able to see even in dark places. And I think that's the beauty of us walking a life of obedience to Christ, is walking out our faith as disciples and listening to God's voice. It brings light. It shows us our next step. It guides us even when times feel foggy and there's confusion around. It gives us clarity of where we need to go. And so I want to look at a passage of Scripture this morning, just briefly, from Psalm 119. Psalm 119 is the largest chapter in the Bible. It's an acrostic poem, and it's, it's written to us in just different segments of eight verses. And there's some powerful things packed into Psalm 119. But I want to highlight and just focus this morning on Psalm 119, 105 to 112. And it says this, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. I've promised it once and I'll promise it again. 
I will obey your righteous regulations. I have suffered much, O Lord. Restore my life again as you promised. Lord, accept my offering of praise and teach me your regulations. My life constantly hangs in the balance, but I will not stop obeying your instructions. The wicked have set their traps for me, but I will not turn from your commandments. Your laws are my treasure. They are my heart's delight. I am determined to keep your decrees to the very end. I love that passage. I love that section of Scripture because it reminds me that the Word of God, the voice of God brings light and direction to our lives. And I want to talk this morning about just four biblical truths of God's Word. The first one's this. Number one, God's voice directs, it doesn't distract. God's voice directs, it doesn't distract. It says here in this passage, Your Word is a lamp to guide my feet. And a light for my path. I've promised it once and I'll promise it again. I will obey your righteous regulations. I love those words there. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet. There is a lot of darkness that's around us right now. We have an opportunity to step forward into the light. I think there's a lot of opportunity for distraction right now. There's so much darkness, it is easy to be distracted. Are you a vaxxer? Are you an anti-vaxxer? Are you a COVID conspiracy person? Or is this COVID thing real? There's a whole bunch of different elements. And I tell you what, I've got friends that believe different things on both sides. But what matters to God? What's important right now? What's the things that really matter? There is darkness. There is distraction. But what is the Word of God saying? What is God speaking? It's easy to be distracted. It's easy to be caught up politically. It's easy to be caught up in a whole bunch of those different things. But I tell you what, our focus and our priority is what God says. Our focus and our priority is what the Word of God says. Your Word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. What's God about? God's about saving souls and making disciples. God's about reaching people, raising disciples, releasing leaders. That's what God's about. We can get so caught up in these arguments and these conversations with each other that we can actually miss out on the blessing of, the, of what actually God has for our life, the purpose of our life. It's so easy to be caught up in these moments and forget what God has called us to. In fact, Phil Cook, he says this, it's hard to hear God's voice when you've already decided what you want Him to say. It's hard to hear God's voice when you've already decided what you want Him to say. And I think for all of us, we've got perhaps got to stop listening to opinions and start listening to what God is saying. Someone said this, addiction to social media will make you aware about everything and wise about nothing. (laughs) Aware about everything and wise about nothing. We can have a lot of information coming our way. But what matters is God's revelation, God's word, God's priorities. And when we get those priorities in our heart and we start to focus on them, it's powerful. It brings transformation and change. You know, anything that we get sidetracked on and too uh, focused on to an extreme can become a distraction. That's why I think over the years we've seen at times end times teaching perhaps can become a distraction to people because Not because the end times teaching is bad. End times teaching is powerful. And when it's taught and equipped and trained towards people the right way, then it's powerful. It helps us to be able to live in today with purpose and urgency. But when we just live in the end times and we forget that the plans and the purpose that God has for us today, 
We miss out on the blessing of that. We miss out on God's purpose for us right now. And so, yeah, we have a lot of great end times teaching and scripture talks so clearly about that. But just to get distracted and to be living with our bags packed in heaven misses out on the blessing of what we have right now. There are people to reach for Jesus. There are disciples to be made. There is a plan and a purpose right now, even in the pandemic. The Holy Spirit is working and moving. Let's not be distracted on arguments that aren't important. Let's be focused on what God's plan is for our life. It says in Isaiah 30 verse 21, God's speaking, your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way, walk in it, wherever you turn to the left or to the right. And I believe that's what God's voice does. It gives us direction. It gives us strength and clarity as we step into what God has for our life. The second thing this morning is this, God's voice draws us upwards. It doesn't drive us downwards. God's voice draws us upwards. It doesn't drive us downwards. It says in Psalm 119, I have suffered much, O Lord. Restore my life again as you promised. Lord, accept my offering of praise and teach me your regulations. Even in our suffering, we can remember that God is a God that restores. His, his promises are good. His regulations lead us into blessing and to favor. You can't keep a thankful person down. When we start to praise God, we start to focus on God, His Word always draws us upwards. His Word always draws us to praise. His Word always draws us to perspective. His Word always draws us, draws us to understanding that He is in control, even when we don't understand, even when it doesn't make sense in our natural thinking. It says in the scripture that the way of the wise winds upwards. Or the way of the righteous winds upwards. God has upward plans for your life. And so easy for us to be looking down. For us to be consumed with the burdens and the problems and the chaos around us. We're in a lockdown right now. And I know there are people that are genuinely hurting. There are people that are suffering with financially. Suffering with um, their job and the, the uncertainty of the future. There's people that have got kids at home and it's tough and 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 all of those things it's it's it can be really a, a challenging time there's no doubt about it but the truth of it is we can be caught up in that and we can just look downwards or we can take a moment in the midst of our days in the midst of the heaviness of what's around and we can look upwards to God and say God I know you're in charge God I know you love me God, I know you have plans and purposes. We can look at his word. We can, be, we can be reminded again. We can worship God. We can reach out to others. And it makes such a big difference. You know, one of the things we've found out in this pandemic is there's so many different variants. I was looking up some of the variants of this COVID-19. There's the alpha variant. There's the beta variant. There's the gamma variant. There's the delta variant. And now there's the lambda variant that they're saying is coming. Each one of these variants brings a new wave of fear. And I think it's the same when it comes to fear and faith. There's variants of fear and there's variants of faith. When it comes to fear and the voice of fear, the variants can be uncertainty, can be insecurity, they can be worry, there can be com comparison, there can be stress. These are all variants of what fear does to our life. But also there's variants of faith. When we actually listen to the voice of faith, some of those variants are confidence, peace, hope, joy, vision. These are some of the things that happen even in the midst of the uncertainty that is around us. And I want to encourage you to be listening to that voice of faith in the midst. Number three this morning, God's voice is determined. 
it isn't demanding. It says here, my life constantly hangs in the balance, but I will not stop obeying your instructions. The wicked have set their traps for me, but I will not turn from your commandments. I will not turn from your commandments. See, God's word is determined to reach you. God wants to speak to you. You are actually created to be able to listen to God's voice, to be able to tune in to God's station, to be able to hear what He's saying. But He is never demanding. You know, it's funny sometimes I have people that say to me, you need to listen to this. This is what God is saying. You must do this. And I always feel like that kind of thing just turns me off wanting to listen to what that person is saying because God's not forcing anything down our throats. God is trying to help us to be able to listen, to learn, to listen to His voice and what He's saying to us. God wants us to be able to tune in to Him, but He's never demanding. God's voice and God's Word is determined, but it's not demanding. God wants to speak to you, but you have to be in a place to be able to hear His voice. I love Kerry Newoff. He says this, Very few people get judged into life change, but many people get loved into it. And I think that's the truth of our lives. When we are loved, when we have people around us that love us and speak into us, we're more often able to be changed by that and transformed. And that's, how, that's the way that God speaks to us. God is loving and He's kind. And when we listen to His voice, it brings clarity and strength. See, God's Word downloads to a receptive heart. Just like when you're on the internet and you need to download something, you need to be connected for that download to take place. And it's the same when it comes to our relationship with God. As we, as we connect with God, as we read the Word, as we pray, as we take time with God, He speaks to us. He brings clarity. He doesn't demand, but He speaks in a determined way to us and speaks into our future. You can have vision even in a pandemic because vision comes from God's voice. Vision comes from God's revelation. He's now Word to you and what He's speaking in your life. And number four, finally this morning, God's voice fills us with delight. It doesn't deplete us. God's voice fills us with delight. It doesn't deplete us. See, God's word brings strength to our life. You know, you think about a filled person, somebody that's perhaps coming with good news to share some exciting news, and it's like, oh, they're walking on air. They're full of joy. They're full of peace. They're full of excitement to be able to convey a message to you. But you think about the opposite to that, somebody that is drained, somebody that is depleted. That is a person that has no strength. You can see it in the way they walk and their body language and they're just deflated. See, God's Word doesn't do that to us. God's Word brings hope. God's Word brings confidence. God's Word brings joy to our life. And I think if you're listening to voices that are depleting you, if you're listening to voices that are bringing you down, you know that's not the voice of God because God's voice always brings strength. It's like when Gideon was there in that, uh, thre- um, that um, wine press and God come and spoke to him. He said, rise up, mighty warrior. We think about all of the moments through history that God's word comes in to many of the champions of faith. He brings strength. His word brings encouragement. His word lifts our eyes to be able to see things again. I want to encourage you not to be caught up in the drain of this life and the things that are sucking energy out of you, but allowing God to speak to you and rejuvenate and bring strength again. God's voice is not a drain. 
God's voice is a well of life. And when we listen to it, we allow it to speak to us. It brings strength. And so finally this morning, just going through again, four biblical truths. God's voice directs, it doesn't distract. God's voice draws us upwards, it doesn't direct us downwards. God's voice is determined, it isn't demanding. And God's voice fills us with delight, it doesn't deplete us. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. And that's the truth. When we listen to his voice, when we allow his voice to speak to us, it gives us vision. It helps us to be able to see further. It it illuminates our way. It helps us to be able to see in dark places. It brings peace in the chaos. And I know there's a lot of voices swirling around right now, but we are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the light of the world, as Scripture reminds us. Let's not be caught up in dark places. Let's focus on what the light of God is saying, and let's walk faithfully into it in Jesus' name. So, Lord, this morning, I thank you for each and every person, Lord. I thank you that you've equipped us and empowered us to be able to hear and listen to your voice as disciples of Jesus. And I pray that we would be obedient to that voice that we wouldn't be caught up in distractions, Lord, that we wouldn't be depleted by the many voices around us. But God, I pray that your word would sustain and strengthen us. Help us to be able to tune in even more clearly today and in the days ahead, even through this lockdown, to, for it not to be a wasted time, but a time where we can really draw near to you, God. And we thank you for it. In your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to invite... Dan Russell to come and join us right now. He's going to come and join us up on the platform. And we're just going to do a little five-minute Q&A based on that message. He can just spontaneously ask whatever he wants. And we're mixing it up a little bit. And so uh, we just thought we'd make it a bit fun and a bit more interactive for those that are joining us online for the next five minutes or so. So Dan, take it away. Yes. Now, I do have a few questions. I did write a few more during the message. But before I do, I just want to encourage you as well, if you have kids, we do have our Kids Church available through Facebook and um, Anthony posted that up just this morning, so feel free to check that out and jump on and follow those videos and the uh, exercises you can do there. Awesome. So, Ben, got a few questions off the message. Um, the first one I want to start off with is this. How do we know the difference between God's direction and what's a distraction? Yeah, I think God's direction brings clarity and distraction brings confusion. When you think about distraction, it means there's a lot of different voices. And a lot of different voices can be chaotic. You think about it even on like a, say, a sporting field or something like that. If you've got a playmaker, somebody that's calling the play, you've got a whole bunch of different voices calling different plays, there's going to be confusion. It's going to affect the team. And it's going to affect your life. It's going to affect the different elements of your life if you are listening to distraction and um, the confusion that that creates. And so... For me, I think uh, distraction is really deadly to purpose. And I think for all of us, we have the ability to be able to tune that out by listening to what God's speaking. And actually by saying, hey, God, I just want to focus on your revelation word for me. God, I know you want to speak to me and I want to listen to that. And so I'm going to tune out those distractions and I'm going to purely listen to your voice in the midst of the chaos. And so I, I think that um, one of the ways you know you're listening to God's voice is you have a clarity. And I think people that have clarity, and it, it can be called simplicity, uh, a simple faith, um, I think that there's a peace that comes with that. And I know that life is confusing, confusing at times and we have our challenges. But just to really be able to 
focus on his voice, allow his word to be able to go deep inside of us, I, I think that that actually really helps us to live a simple, focused, committed life, even in the midst of a lot of uncertainty that's around us. Yeah, that's good. So maybe a follow-on question, and I'll um, reiterate that quote as well from, I think it was Phil Cook, it's hard to hear God's voice when you're already decided what he's going to say. And so in terms of that and distractions, how do we actually get to a place where we can clearly hear God's voice and have that clarity? Yeah, I think that's a great question. God's voice is always linked to God's word. And I think what we have right now, particularly in our time, is we have a lot of opinions. Social media is full of opinions. Um, Social media, YouTube is full of research. There's a lot of stuff that is on there and we we can study hours of many different things but they can still be um, voices that lead you down the wrong path because uh, some of that stuff can be rubbish and some of that stuff can be um, uh, misguided or can have a, an agenda to it. And so there's, there's a lot of different voices in, in terms of that. And I think we have got to be open to say, hey, what is God saying? Not just the distraction of everything else, but what's actually God saying in the midst? So I think with that comes the... Um, the responsibility for all of us to actually go to God's Word. And God's Word is always aligned with what He's speaking. And so if you've got some crazy thing that is taking you off and and, and causing you to be distracted to what is God's priorities, well, I would probably say to you that you are getting distracted in that moment and maybe realign again with God's Word. So what's important to God? People are important to God. And we can, as I was saying before about the end times teaching, we can get so caught up in perhaps end times teaching that we forget that God loves people and wants to see them come to heaven. And so we have a responsibility to try and reach them right now. End times teaching is to remind us where we're going and give us an urgency of the purpose that we have right now to reach as many people as as, as, um, possible to populate heaven. And so if we get so caught up that our bags are packed and I'm off to heaven and this is what's going to take place and I don't care about anyone else right now, we're missing the point. Um, And I think that that's what we've got to do. We've got to go to God's Word, what He says in Scripture, align it with what the Holy Spirit's saying and and, and allow Him to speak to us, get good counsel, good wise counsel that comes into our life as well and helps us to have those kind of bumpers in our life where we just don't get off course and uh, we can, you know what, there's, there's some crazy Christians right now. I'm, I'm sorry, but there is. And, and, the, and COVID's making them crazier. But don't put that on God. Those distractions are, are, are those people going crazy. But God's Word's very clear. It's very strong. It's very reassuring. It gives peace. And God's focus is people. And so if you're causing chaos to people... I would say that perhaps that's not something that uh, God's asking you to do. Maybe that's something that you're doing. But let's not just focus on people's opinions. Let's focus on God's Word. That's good. And maybe following on from that, how do we reconcile being drawn upwards to God and His way and His perspective when we're called to reach people and sometimes they can drag us downwards? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question. And I think people, they do deplete us. That, that is the truth. People disappoint us. People offend us. People let us down. And that's why it's so important that we are going to God's voice. You know, every person in our life has an agenda for our life. And that's just how we work as humans. We all have agendas for one another and things that we want to 
get out of one another. It's, 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 it's transactional. Yes, we do love people well and we, we are family, but we're going to hurt. We're going to let people down. We're going to take a withdrawal for someone. We're going to hurt each other. But that's why it's so important to know God's voice because God's voice never depletes. God's voice only refills. God's voice only strengthens. It only gives us vision again. It only fills us again. And so I think that's why it's even more so important to have a personal devotional life, to make sure that we are listening to God's voice and not getting our identity from people around us, but getting that that identity from Him, allowing His voice to strengthen us and give us vision. Because when we are filled with that, we have more to be able to give out to others, to be able to bring um, peace and joy to those that are around us. And I think when we're not going to that well for ourselves, that well of relationship with God that brings fresh encouragement and fresh life, we can find ourselves very depleted. And I'll tell you what, people will only genuinely deplete you. You know, there's good people around you that are going to fill you up, but generally, um, you know, in this world, people think for themselves. And, and I know as believers, it's a different mentality. We're about others, but you walk out into this world and uh, you will be depleted by the voices and the things that are spoken. And so we really have a responsibility to go for ourselves to God's Word and get good people in our life that will speak the right things. Yeah, that's good. And so I'm going to be a bit naughty here, and I love some of the Old Testament as well. And some of the old prophets who would kind of bring a word of warning and caution rather than one that necessarily felt like it was filling and bringing people upwards. So how do we kind of reconcile that warning and caution? And they would have had an element of fear. How do we deal with that even today as well if we feel we're getting a word that's maybe in that arena? Yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that about the Old Testament. We, we see that the fear that those perhaps those voices could bring. But what those voices were bringing was truth. And uh, we, we can look at it in our context and think that that was fear, but those voices were bringing clarity. Those voices were bringing boundaries. Those voices were bringing truth, saying this is what God is saying. There wasn't any other absolute apart from God's Word. And so, yeah, it might have been fearful to hear those voice, but vo- that those voices, but it would have been comforting for the people to know God is speaking, God is bringing clarity, and God's justice will prevail. And so I think that's the different understanding that we have. Usually when we see prophetic words in the New Testament, there is an encouragement element to it. There's a comforting that comes to that. Um, but I think the other element is there's a clarity that comes to that. And so I don't think we should be fearful of what God's voice is and, and fearful of, um, you know, even we've talked about end times teaching a bit this morning. Um, we're not fearful of the end times teaching and what's going to happen. It brings, even though that that is pretty confronting, it just brings clarity. It just says to us, hey, this is what will take place. And so there's no need for you to fear. This is uh, a crazy thing that's going to happen. But don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. And so I think God's voice in, that, in those ways, it, it actually still is bringing comfort. But it's also bringing clarity at the same time. His truth actually gives us clarity. It's a bit like when you tell somebody the truth. Um, it can be confronting. But it's actually because you love them and you have their best interests at, at mind. And so I know people that have said the truth to me at times, it's hurt. But it's actually when I've seen it in the context of time, I've realized actually the blessing of them actually speaking that word into my life and the strength that brings. Awesome. So maybe just to wrap it up, just a few, maybe three quick tips to hear God's voice. Yeah, get into God's word. You know, God's Word is, is filled with the Logos Word of God, which is the, 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 the total Word of God. 
But he wants to speak the Rema word of God, which is the now word of God in the season and the time that you're in right now. And so God's word is full of revelation for you as you open it and you speak to it. I think that's important. I think another thing that's important is to pray, to ask God to move in your behalf, to ask God for wisdom, to ask God for healing where you need it, to ask God to bring his intervention into your life. And I think another third thing that is really important and that perhaps we don't do in a really fast-paced world is to listen, to actually take some time aside and not fill it with all of your thoughts, but just say, God, what are you saying to me? And then just listen, just listen to what he's saying to you and allow him to speak to you because God is speaking. And as we allow him to speak, he will speak revelation to you, bring clarity to your life. And I think that's powerful because it brings light and illumination to your future. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us for church this morning. We hope you've been encouraged and built up from the Word. And just want to encourage you as well throughout this time to stay connected with other people. Like we've talked about, sometimes it's getting outside of ourselves. And so even just each day, think of someone you can call or you can message and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm praying for you today. Hope you're doing well. Just stay connected as a church and we'll watch God work His hand through this church and through the church globally as we get stronger in Him in his word, what he's saying, what he's asking us to do, and not getting distracted by the world around us. So church, we love you. We miss seeing you face to face and hopefully it will be back again in person soon. But why not join us online tonight for the worship experience at seven o'clock and we'll see you then. Bye.